Welcome to the Master Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Julie Kelly. I believe in living your most inspired and fulfilled life by knowing exactly who you are, knowing what's important to you, and making no apologies for it. This show is a weekly dose of inspired motivation, personal development, and success strategies designed to create the career, relationships, and lifestyle of your dreams. Imagine waking up every day to your dream life. Well, imagine no more, as each podcast episode is designed to help you live your most authentic life with ease and proven principles that actually get results. I'm the founder of the Master Your Life online course, international motivational speaker, and I'll be sharing real, relevant, tactical advice in this unfiltered, transformational podcast. Things are about to get fabulous. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Master Your Life podcast. This is Julie Kelly, your host, and I'm so, so, so excited that you have joined me today. So today's episode is going to be a little bit different to what we've previously done, but the content is still the same. The Master Your Life podcast is all about giving you real, relevant, applicable advice that you can apply into your life immediately doesn't cost you anything to make sure that you have the career or business that you love that's thriving and the relationships that bring you the most joy and peace and satisfaction in your life. And so today I'm going to give you an abridged version of a keynote presentation that I'm giving at a national conference in a couple of weeks time. And the topic of that keynote is how to create a career and life you love while avoiding burnout. So this is a really important topic because it doesn't matter if you have a corporate nine to five job or if you're an entrepreneur, the principles that I'm going to share with you are the same no matter what you do, no matter what type of job or business that you have. And so I'm going to give you the the shorter version so that you can start to apply these strategies and these tools into your life so that you can level up your business, level up your career, have healthy, safe, loving relationships that support you no matter where you're at in in your life. So the idea of like work-life balance has become trendy. There are like books and blogs and podcasts and life coaches that specialize in work-life balance. There are Facebook pages and you see tons of Instagram quotes all about work-life balance. So I'm here to tell you today that I actually do not believe in work-life balance. I do not. There, (laughs) I've said it. I think work-life balance is a myth. And I don't know about you, but when I look at my day-to-day life, probably for the last 10 to 20 years, I don't know that I ever had a day that was balanced and I was able to give equal amount of time to all the different responsibilities in my life. So I think the reality is actually that we give our time and energy and our focus on specific tasks that vary over the course of our lives. And rarely do we give equal attention to the different demands and responsibilities of life. And so I even think about back when I was like in 12th grade and studying for finals, for instance, right? My whole life was all about studying and academics and making sure that I got the best possible score on my finals so that I could get into university. There was no balance. Even back then, I wasn't hanging out with friends and, you know, having a good time and going out and partying. I was studying. And even when I look at my life now, 
there's certainly no balance. I mean, I'm working a full-time job. I have a, a side business. I speak. I travel the country. I have wedding plans that I need to prepare and I have a wedding to organize. And I have a husband, a potential husband, a fiance that I need to look after and a household that needs to be run. So rarely do I have balance in my life. And that was, you know, a long time ago. So this idea of like even working 50, 60 hour weeks, which in America seems to be very normal. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people that sort of subscribe to this lifestyle. And this is seem, seems to be like wearing a badge of honor, like the, the badge of exhaustion <laughs> seems to be something that people cherish because it's like the harder you work, the more you should be you know, credited and the more value you bring. But I don't believe in that either. So the question then begs, how do you create a career and life that you love while avoiding burnout? So the first concept that I want to share with you, with you is this. And that concept is that professional happiness and success equals personal happiness and success. So let's think about that for a second. When you have a job that is fulfilling and you are passionate about that job, you're acknowledged for your efforts and you get paid what you're worth, it makes dealing with personal challenges and just your personal life in general a lot easier. And life is generally pretty good when the 40 odd hours that we spend doing whatever it is that we do for work is fulfilling and we're happy and we're acknowledged and getting paid accordingly. But if your job is mundane, you're bored, you're not challenged, you're underpaid and probably working under poor leadership with nepotism throughout the company. That impacts not only your professional life, obviously it's like devastating, but it really impacts your personal life because when you have a horrendous day at work, that's one thing. But when you have really hard days at work consistently, what happens is that becomes your lifestyle, your professional lifestyle. And that filters into your personal lifestyle where you bring all of that baggage, all of that resentment, that frustration, that anger home with you. And then you get home and your hubby or your wife has forgotten to pick up the milk or the dry cleaning and that turns into World War Three, unnecessarily. Or you want to like kick the dog because it's barking too much or it's jumping on you too much when before you would be like, oh, hi, Fluffy, I love you. So good to see you, right? And then the kids are driving you nuts and everything's just irritating you and you're frustrated and just resentful, you know? This is what happens when we're unhappy at work. We bring that shiznit home. So some people think that if you have personal happiness and success in your personal life, then that should equate to professional happiness and success. But it doesn't work that way. It only works when we have professional happiness and success. And so to ensure that you have a career in life that you love, you need to ask yourself two really important questions. And these questions are, what's important to you? And what are you doing about it? Okay, what's important to you and what are you doing about it? When I speak on stage and I ask this question to hundreds of people in front of me, I usually get this response. It's either, I don't know what's important to me, or I know, but I don't know how to make it part of my life. And what are you doing about it is usually nothing, or I don't know what to do. 
I don't know how to make it a, a, a reality for myself. And so I want you to think about when was the last time you really checked in with yourself and took inventory of where you're at today? Because you're in a new chapter of your life to where you were five years ago, maybe even two years ago. And so what brought you joy and fulfillment then is potentially no longer serving you today. Because, you know, we're dynamic beings that evolve and grow and we need to adapt to our environment, to our responsibilities, to our different relationships. You know, you may have been single two years ago and now you're probably like me, engaged and preparing a wedding. That dynamic is completely different. And so your priorities have probably shifted as well. And so if you haven't checked in with yourself and taken inventory and, you know, really, really worked out what's important to you and what are you doing about it? And if you're not doing anything about it, why not? And how can you start taking action, small steps today to start turning your life around, you're going to be in a state of constant frustration and your life is going to be stagnant. And you're probably already there now in certain areas of your life. So I really invite you to honestly answer those questions for yourself. And some examples of what this could look like, and of course, everyone's responses are going to be different, could be things like, what's important to me? Okay, transitioning to part-time hours next year. Maybe you're in like the twilight years of your career and you're just tired of working full-time and you wanna go into part-time hours before you fully transition into retirement. Or you could be a new parent, a new mom or a new dad, and you want to make sure that you've got time to spend with your children or your new child. And so pulling back on work and doing part-time hours is really important for you now. It could be something like having more energy. Like how awesome would that be? Just waking up every single day, like fully charged, ready to face whatever life brings you without feeling sluggish and tired by 2 p.m. and having to have like three cups of coffee back to back. Or it could be even getting a promotion. Maybe you're ready for advancement, especially if you're in the first sort of 20 years of your career. I feel like that's when the most opportunities come to us. And so that could be where you're at, like you're ready to step up, step it up and level up your, your, your career. And for some of you, it might be something like spending more quality time with your family and cutting back and changing position or even quitting your job or just changing the actual vocation that you're in so that you do have that quality time with your family. And for others, it could be even starting a side business, starting a side, you know, passion project, side hustle. Like it's never, ever too late to be who you're supposed to be. And when I think about this, I always think about Louise Hay, who at 57 years old, completely did a 180 and started Hay House Publishing House, which has now published, I don't even know, hundreds of amazing authors, some of them of which you probably know of and you probably have their books in your bookshelf. And Hay House puts on amazing conferences and events year round and, you know, this is something that she started at 57 years old, 57, and she made millions of dollars and she only recently passed away at the age of 90. And so the last, what, 23 years of her life were spent doing exactly what she knew she always wanted to do. So if that's something that you're thinking about, it's not too late 
it's definitely not too late to start a side hustle while you have a full-time job. So let's go back to our main question. How do we have that career and life that we love while avoiding burnout? So that means that you have to live life on your terms. And to live life on your terms, excuse me, to live life on your terms means to know what your core values are. Now, again, when I'm on stage and I ask this question to an audience, I'm like, show me with a show of hands how many of you know what your top two to three core values are. I'll probably get one or two hands up in you know, a room of hundreds. And so this is something that is absolutely crucial to understand and to get clarity on. If you take nothing else away from today's podcast episode, take this away. Understand what drives you. Your core values are what you stand for, what you believe in, and what's most important to you in your life. And if you're not sure what I mean by core values, some examples are things like time freedom, money freedom, autonomy, traveling, creativity, adventure, stability, freedom. I mean, the list is endless. So if you're not sure, just Google list of core values and you will come up with literally a list of hundreds of different words that could describe what's important to you. So I invite you once again to get crystal clear on your top two to three core values. Now you may have 10 core values that your life revolves around and that's brilliant but your top two to three need to dictate every single decision you make in your life. And so let me tell you why this is important. Let's say that your top two to three core values are freedom, let's say time freedom, adventure and travel, but you're stuck in a soul-sucking nine to five job, which really looks like an eight to six p.m. job, five to six days a week. Now, you're never going to be time free. You're never going to be able to have the time or the energy for adventure or travel because of this nine to five grind that you're in working 40, 50, 60 hours a week. So you're out of alignment with your core values. So how are you going to feel every day? Frustrated, pissed off, angry, like questioning what on earth you're doing with your life, watching the days, months, weeks, years fly by and wondering why nothing ever changes, right? Now, if something like money and time freedom and autonomy are your core values, then entrepreneurship is most likely the way to go for you because you're never going to get that again in a corporate environment. So this is why it's super important to know what your core values are and to make sure that your career and your life are completely aligned with those top two to three core values. Because when what we think, what we say, and what we do are all in alignment with our values, that's when we truly create inner and outer harmony in our lives. Okay? And it's really important that you understand this. Because if you're feeling negative emotions on a consistent basis, I'm going to bet that your lifestyle and your career is out of alignment with your core values and you probably don't even know it. (laughs) So I'm going to ask you a really important question. Listen to this question. When would now be the right time to live your best life? Let me say that again. When would now, now, now be the right time for you to live your very best life? All right. So it's important that you Get clear on what's important to you 
and what you need to do about it, your top two to three core values, and then the next question to ask yourself is, does my career and lifestyle fully align? Now, if your answer is yes, yes, then gold star, bravo for you, yay. <laughs> You're doing exactly what you should be doing. And I'm going to bet that you are feeling fulfilled and joyous and happy and calm and at peace with your life and your career, and you're feeling really fulfilled and you're doing what you're passionate about. But the more common response is no, I'm completely out of alignment or not really, I'm not aligned. And congratulations, you're in the right place because this is exactly where you need to be in order to start creating positive transformations in your life. And congratulations because most people don't even get to this point in their life. They really don't. They end up on their deathbed still wondering what was the purpose of my life? What was I supposed to do? Or why didn't I live my purpose even worse? So it starts by understanding one thing called your purpose hierarchy. So again, to live that life and have that career that you love without feeling burnt out, all of these things are like part, different parts of a of a puzzle. And so the next part of that is what I call a purpose hierarchy. And your purpose hierarchy involves three different components or players in your life. You, your higher power, whatever that may be for you, God, spirit, Buddha, the universe, energy, doesn't matter, and other people. Now, in order for you to have a fulfilling life and to live on your terms, you need to make sure that you are in that number one position as often as possible, especially when it comes to decisions that are absolutely important and imperative and crucial to your life, to your future, to your well-being. If you are in the second or third position with other people or your higher power taking priority over you, your needs, your values that we just identified, then what you're doing is you're looking for approval or validation outside of yourself. And that, when done consistently, when you're putting your, your beliefs, your higher power or other people above you, time and time and time again, and sacrificing yourself, your own needs, your value, your time, your goals, your projects, your values, you're going to start to feel resentment, 100% guaranteed, frustration and anger. And so you can't be in that state if you want to live a life that doesn't burn you out and to have a career that doesn't burn you out. And so you can't be also in that number one position 24 seven, right? 365 days a year, because then we create narcissists. And this is not about creating narcissists. But in the important decisions of life, you need to make sure that your needs are put first. And let me give you an example. So I've lived in the United States for 12 years now. And for 10 out of those 12, sorry, 11 out of those 12 years, every single Christmas, I would fly home to Australia to see my family and friends and spend a minimum of three weeks, sometimes four weeks over there. And it costs a lot of money and it's a 15 hour flight and I'd have to take significant time off work. And even um, two years ago when I went home, I left my fiance home here in the United States to go home to spend time with my parents and my family and friends. And that was really difficult. And what I started to realize over the last couple of years when going home was that 
people stopped making time for me. Like I was thinking, hang on, I've just flown 15 hours and spent thousands of dollars to come here to see you, to spend time with you over the holidays. And I don't get a call from you. You don't text me. You don't have time to see me. You're all too busy, whatever, whatever. And this was even with my family. And I thought, what the heck am I doing? I have sacrificed so much and nobody's really appreciating it. Nobody's sacrificing at the same level as me to meet me literally halfway, right? And so the last two years, I stopped going home for the holidays and I put myself in that number one position and took my family out of the number one position and put them back down in the third position where they belonged. And in doing so, I have felt more at peace and calm and relaxed over the holidays as opposed to feeling like a chicken with its head cut off how I would normally feel. And so that is such an empowering place to be. And I don't regret that for a second. And for some of you who are listening to this who have not been able to even live your life this way and even contemplating living your life this way is almost like terrifying. You're probably thinking, Julie, how freaking selfish of you. That's really selfish to not go home and see your parents and what have you and your friends and your family. But it's not. It's actually selfish of me not to put myself in that number one position and honor my needs and my values. And so it's, again, that whole concept of if you truly want to have a lifestyle and a career that you love, that fulfills you, and you're not feeling burnt out and resentful and angry all the time, then this is what needs to happen. And like I said, a lot of people don't get to this point at any stage of their life. So the fact that you're still with me and listening and hopefully getting some really amazing insights and starting to realize how you can implement this in your life. I honor you and I congratulate you for sticking with it. So we're almost, we're almost done. So I want to ask you a question and obviously I'm not going to be able to hear your responses right now, but answer it to yourself. So my question to you is, what do you think is the number one reason people don't have a career or lifestyle that they love? If you said fear, you're absolutely correct. Yay. Ding, 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 ding. Woo. <laughs> I'm having a little party here by myself with you guys, but it's fear, 100% fear. And fear can be paralyzing if we allow it to totally bogart our thoughts and stifle our actions. And once again, fear then creates those same negative emotions of frustration, exhaustion, resentment, and worst of all, regret. Because regret, my friends, is permanent. And the last thing I want for you at any point in your life is to look at yourself in the mirror and see regret in your eyes. I don't care if you're 20 or 70. Regret is one thing that we can never undo. And so how do we let go of fear? So let's think of all the letters in the word fear, F-E-A-R. So my definition of fear is this. It is false evidence of an assumed reality. Okay? Because fear is not always real. And fear is just like a survival mechanism to keep us moving forward one way or the other. But unfortunately, for a lot of us, it actually stagnates us and we stay stuck and paralyzed. And so to dissolve your fear, you need to change your state your energetic state and you 
change your state by changing your mindset. And the beauty of life is that you get to choose how you show up every single day in the world, regardless of your circumstances. And so I encourage you to choose to be courageous instead of fearful because it takes exactly the same amount of energy to live in fear as it does to live in courage. And so I encourage you to be courageous and take courageous action every single day. And what do I mean by courageous action? Courageous action is doing something that scares you and that you won't know what the outcome is going to be, but you do it anyway and you push through it and you take a step forward and another step forward and you just keep moving forward and you just keep going regardless of what you think is going to happen or not. And most likely, I'm going to bet that even if something happens and you take courageous action and it doesn't work out the way that you had hoped, you're going to survive it. Yep. Yes, you are. And so I want you to think about what's that number one thing that has scared you the most that you've been putting off for days and weeks and potentially months and probably even years, right? What's that one thing that you know in your heart that you need to do but it terrifies you and you keep procrastinating on it and you keep putting it off. And I'm talking about big things and small things, right? It could be something big like changing your career, changing your vocation altogether. Or it could be something like changing your hairstyle. Like, have you had the same hairstyle since like 1984? <laughs> right? Like, I'm not, I'm serious. Like some people have had the same hairstyle their entire life and even changing that terrifies them, right? So maybe it's something like that. Or it could be something even more intimate and personal, like telling that special someone in your life that you love them. And that is terrifying and it needs a ton of courage. But imagine how amazing your life could be, your relationship could be if you really chose to step into courage and step out of fear and do that. And for other people, it could be having a really difficult conversation with your children, especially if you have teenage children or parents that are getting older and maybe need to move out of their home and into maybe an assisted living situation, right? These are difficult conversations to have. And yes, they bubble up a lot of fear and worry, but these things have to happen. It's a part of life. We have to step into our courage. We have to step into our greatness and push through it because what happens on the other side of that courage is absolutely exhilarating. And the amount of relief and release you feel in your body, in your system, in your mind, in your, in your emotions is liberating. And so I really invite you to step into courage to release that fear, whatever that is for you. And here's the thing, my friends. Guess what? There's no right time to do this, right? So putting it off is not going to help. And I hear it all the time. People say, well, when this happens, then I'm going to do that. So I just need to wait until that happens. Well, guess what? That may never happen. So you're waiting for something to happen that may never happen. And what that's going to do is just keep procrastinating and keep prolonging and keeping you stagnated in where you're at right now. And I don't want that for you. And you shouldn't want that for you too. And, you know, the universe is not going to give you a sign and tell you, okay, today's the day, let's go, <laughs> right? I wish that's how it was. But the reality is, is that your time is now. It's now, okay? 
yes, you're going to feel scared and you're going to potentially feel sick to your stomach. And that's a good sign because that means that it means something to you. It's important to you and it needs to happen. So instead of thinking to yourself, well, what's the worst case scenario? What's the worst that can happen? Why don't you flip your thinking and ask yourself, well, what's the best that could happen? What's the absolute best that could happen if I decided to be courageous instead of fearful? Imagine if you lived your life like that. Imagine how different your life would be if your default response to every single challenge in your life was, well, what's the best that could happen? And you just plowed forward and just kept on going. I mean, talk about leveling up your life. That would be absolutely incredible. And I wish the majority of society would live out of courage and operate from a place of courage rather than a place of fear and scarcity because that's what keeps us stuck. That's what causes economies to crash. That's what creates generational fear in children and grandchildren because all this stuff is just like passed down to our children. So what if you actually pass down courage and empowerment and being strong and bold and brave instead? You need to model that for yourself, your husband, your wife, your children your parents. That's how you influence people is by modeling what they want to be, modeling what they aspire. So be courageous, take courageous action. And so I want to just quickly recap on what we've talked about today, because I know it's a lot. And thank you for sticking with me. And I really, really hope that you're starting to see how you can implement these strategies into your life today and start having really, really amazing, positive lifelong permanent transformations that last a lifetime. So let's recap. To have a career in life that you love while avoiding burnout requires some work. The first thing is clarity. You need to get absolutely crystal clear on what's important to you. And then you need to decide what you need to do about it and take the appropriate action. Even if it's something teeny tiny, something is better than nothing every single day. And then you need to align every decision you make in your life, especially the big ticket items with your top two to three core values that you need to ascertain if you don't already know them. Then you need to choose to honor your purpose hierarchy and make sure that once again, you put yourself in the first position above and beyond your higher power and other people, especially when it comes to really important choices that impact your life, the quality of your life and the quality of your future. And it's time to replace fear with courage and step into your greatness without apology and without the approval or validation of others. And so today, I gave you a lot of knowledge. I gave you a lot of tactics. And so if you've listened to my podcast before, you know that my mantra is knowledge without implementation equals nothing. So I encourage you to review, take two, and do. Okay. So what do I mean by that? If you have to re-listen to this podcast episode, and in fact, I actually encourage you to re-listen to it at least once, if not twice more, and review the strategies that I shared with you. Take two of those strategies and do them. So implement them in your life. Because again, you can take all the knowledge you like from podcasts and conferences and books, but if you don't apply that knowledge to your life, nothing's going to change because nothing changes or improves unless you do. And so it's time to start taking 
proper action that aligns with what you want and who you are. And the truth is, there has never been a better time in the history of mankind to change your life, to live life on your terms, and to have a career and a lifestyle that you love. And so, my friends, I'm going to leave you with that today. And I truly thank you for sticking with me. We're at the 31 minute mark. And I know that this has probably been a lot, but I highly encourage you once again to re-listen to this podcast episode, review, take two and do. And it would mean the world to me if you would head over to iTunes and subscribe to my podcast, leave a comment, rate the podcast and share it, share, let somebody else know that you know needs to hear this as well. Share it with them. Let them know about the Master Your Life podcast. It would mean the absolute world to me. And I would love to hear your comments. So please leave a comment on the iTunes podcast on this episode so I can see what you've got to say. And I honor you. I congratulate you for sticking with me. And I love you. I send you many, many blessings. And thank you, thank you, thank you. I cannot do this without you. And so thank you for allowing me to live in my purpose and do what I'm passionate about. And I can't wait to hear about the transformations that you're going to have in your life because I know that they're absolutely available to you if you choose to step into your greatness. I encourage you to do it. Start today. Thank you so much, guys. I love you. Bye-bye.